another episode of Less is the New More, where we explore interior design inspiration that allows us to be more ourselves at home. I am here with the ever so wonderful Ash. Hello. (laughs) And I'm Claire. And today we are talking all about wellness. We are. We're taking a deep dive into how wellness can influence our interiors and how we can be a little bit more conscious at home to bring our well-being both mental and physical front of mind when it comes to interior design as well as how it affects our lives and how we can be just a little bit more conscious overall I guess so we're gonna have a big old chat about that today so looking forward to getting stuck into it with you all but first how are you I'm good yeah. I'm a little bit stinky, so don't come oh, close to me. Great. Our okay. hot water system broke last night, so, oh. you know, no shower for Ash this morning. Oh, that is very disappointing. Yeah, so she's a bit ripe. <laughs> <laughs> I Stay. do have a shower. We can take an intermission right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah. That's what that Let's was when I it. walked in. That was yeah. me. <laughs> but other than that, I'm good. How are you? Oh, that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, really good. You know what? At the moment, I'm incredibly jealous of my Instagram feed at the moment because everyone is at Milan Design Week. I know. And I have been getting emails from suppliers most weeks being like, come join us for this breakfast in Milan. And I'm like, yeah, be right there. This event and that event. Oh, it's so sad. If only. I think that it's probably an opportunity for us to take a deep dive in a future episode to see what's actually do you know what i've noticed about us what we love saying deep dive deep dive we've gone about we're either like talking about the chunky part of the pod or we're talking about deep dives yeah that's what we're here for that's what the listeners are here for too let's be honest to give a bit of clarity around why we're dying over not being in milan yeah is it is design week in milan which is like fashion week in new york for interior designers exactly right it's like the biggest furniture and lighting fair and it really sets the tone for what we're going to see yeah. in australia in like f- the next four years yeah like the they next do because it kind of takes that long for it to come to australia yeah. well that's yeah. because we're just slow <laughs> i know right i'm just loving every piece of it but yeah. equally hating it because i'm not yeah. there to experience it myself. next year next yeah. year we next will year be we'll there be we there. will take everybody on a live right. you will never as listeners miss out on milan week yeah. ever again you heard that it is here our first. promise to the people <laughs> but you're gonna have to go fund us to get this yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll start a little GoFundMe page the <laughs> listeners have got our back <laughs> As far as today's episode, we're talking all about wellness. And before we get into understanding how that interferes and interacts with our interiors, I wanted to understand what that means mm. to you. When you hear Ooh, that well, that word, rather, wellness, mm-hmm. what does that conjure up for you? I reckon three years ago, if you had posed this question to me, I would have been like, it's all physical health. Mm-hmm. Your wellness is how you eat and how much you exercise. And I think that's because I had a gap in my life of exercise. Like I would kind of casually do it, but it wasn't really a predominant part of my life. So I think Mm. that's probably what I termed it. Now that it is a really prominent part in my life, I love exercise, Mm. love the gym, can't get enough of it. I think I've realized wellness is a more holistic oh, holistic but it's it's a whole approach to the body yes, yes and so as I've kind of gotten on top of my physical health and the way that I eat and like cared for myself that way I think then 
I go, okay, well, I need to take care of my mind mm. and I need to take care of my lungs and like all other aspects of it. So I think for me, wellness is how you take care of yourself as a whole, mm. your mental, physical, like all of that. Yeah. For me, the indicator of whether I'm taking care of myself as a whole is generally my memory. My memories are really good trigger for me to be like, oh, I'm not taking care of myself. Really? That's yeah. interesting. I get wildly forgetful. Like mm-hmm. it's alarming. Yeah. I'll ask Ben, like, how's your day been? He'll tell me. And no no joke, I'll say, how's your day been? So and it's generally, like, yeah. Where are you at? Where are you? <laughs> What's going on yeah. here? And so generally I'm like, okay, I haven't really been taking care of myself. There's obviously something going on in my mind. Sure. And then I try and get back on track. But yeah, within reason, I think that's what it means to me. What about yes. you? Very much the same in the mm. fact that once upon a time I would have just said, oh, as long as you're eating fresh fruit and vegetables and working out, that's you wellness. Can. Like, you. But I have re- recently recently realised that I've been the type of person that has always worked out. Like mm. I work out every morning. It's just something that I do. But it's not until I stopped doing that mm. during lockdown, stopped doing it because mm. for whatever reason, out of routine, figuring that oh. it wouldn't matter, being like, eh, motivation, yeah. Motivation in COVID got cut down. Didn't it ever? <sighs> and because of that, I then realised that although – wellness I had been affiliating with exercise and working out by not exercise and working out it affected my mental health Mm. so much and I didn't realize that I was helping myself Mm. so much by exercising Mm. it was just a part of my normal routine I just did it so I didn't understand by taking it away what Mm. it would do to me like the implications of it so now to me wellness is really majority about my mental health because if I'm physically working out if I'm eating well the right foods for me and like my gut health then my mental health is doing well I'm present I'm more myself and I can actually perform better in every aspect Mm. of my life whether it's just by not procrastinating things like that being more conscious and mindful of I'm hanging out with and the things that I am eating and putting into my body I'm just so much more conscious and mindful of it it like has that ripple effect I'm doing one thing good I'm generally trying to do majority good and as soon as I fall off the bandwagon it's like I fall off the bandwagon of everything so yeah I'm gonna plug something here that you're gonna eat up you're gonna love that I'm plugging this yes this sounds quite overwhelming if you were to say to someone who isn't reviewing their wellness at all Mm. it is your physical mental social like it's all of that how daunting would that feel they're like holy moly like I'm gonna have to take care of every facet of my life to get on track like the list would never end the list would never end and I think you would look at it and be like all right well this is too hard and I'm gonna move on if that is what you're feeling Mm. read the slight edge yes oh what a good we bloody love that book book. yeah it's our favorite book yeah (laughs) I think that talks about like biting things off little bit by little bit to the point where there was this one girl where she was like, I wasn't taking care of my body. So I rode a bike for one minute, one day, two minutes, the next three minutes, literally one minute at a time. And Mm. six months went by and she was riding like friggin' I don't know, the other side of the planet. Yeah. Like, so (laughs) I think like that's a really good approach to trying to take care of yourself because you can't dive deep 
into every area. You really can't. ASAP. Like it just doesn't work and you need something sustainable. Yeah. So read that bad boy as your first step. It really is a good one. We'll link it in the show notes for everyone so they can get a little copy. Claire introduced it to me, which is why I knew she would love the blog. (laughs) We should start a little book club so that everyone can read it together. (laughs) I really love that book and love that concept. Mm. And for me... I try and take care of my well-being first thing in the morning. Mm. So as soon as I get up, I dedicate, I mean, at the moment, it's quite luxurious. Like I dedicate a good couple of hours to it by like getting up early, journaling, meditating, working out, taking the dogs for a walk, getting a coffee. Yep. That is like my morning routine that if I do that, which I do it every morning, Mm. I know that I'm setting myself Mm. up mentally and physically to be my best self for the rest of the the day. Yeah. This is something that I started a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and then we went on the cruise. But anyway, a couple of months ago, I was like, yep, I need to get up two and a half hours every day before mm-hmm. I start work so mm-hmm. that I can achieve something and not feel like I'm just getting up and going to work. Yeah. And this morning I got up and usually I would do like go for a run, take the dog for a walk, yep. do my meal prep, like something productive. But this morning I got up and I was like, you know what? I'm up, but I'm just feeling a bit blur. Mm-hmm. So I watched I watched an episode of Love is Blind and Ben, my husband, comes out and I was like pulling his leg like, I've been up for hours now and what have you been doing with your day? And he was like, I don't think you can call watching Love is Blind <laughs> getting up and being productive. <laughs> productive yeah. I got back in my shell very quick after yeah. that. I was like, yeah, fair, yeah. cool. But it just gives you an opportunity to regroup with yourself yeah. before you have to be something for other people and answer calls and emails and show up. Show up. Yeah, you can show up for yourself first Mm -hmm. before you have to show up for others. For me this morning it was the discipline of it. I was like, I'm just getting up for the discipline of it. Yes. And I'm okay with the fact that it didn't look like yesterday where I went for a run and I did cooking and like yesterday looked like a great morning this morning. I got up and and I was happy with that. Taking that slight edge approach that as long as you've gotten up Mm. and haven't hit the snooze button mm. it's a step in the right direction oh every time my alarm goes off and i go to say snooze i get the bloody slight edge in my ear that's yeah. like don't click snooze yeah. and i'm like no. the 5 a.m club is the next one that you have to read and oh, all the listeners um uh, which i mean of course you don't actually have to get up at five to oh. be in the 5 a.m club it's just great you know, the, the discipline that. of getting up when your yeah. alarm goes off yeah. and just taking action and the whole like conquer your morning conquer your mm-hmm. day That's it. I mean, we've kind of digressed in a good route and that was my fault. But I'm going to define what wellness, what Google thinks wellness is. Yeah. So we've got got you and I. What we do. What we do. What we think. I'm going to give you Google. Wellness refers to a state of overall health and well-being encompassing physical, mental, emotional and social aspects of a person's life. Mm -hmm. It involves a balanced and holistic approach to living a healthy and fulfilling life. Wellness is not just the absence of illness or disease, but rather a proactive and intentional pursuit of optimal health and well-being in all areas of life. I mean, they just accurately summed up what Claire and I said. Hallelujah. Yeah, well, In a more succinct way, otherwise we'd talk for like 45 minutes. Very succinct, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That is what we said in 10 minutes. (laughs) And I said in one sentence. Well done, Google. Well done. because software doesn't have any emotion. Yeah, exactly right. We've got all the emotion in the world between the two of us. Don't we ever? So then when we read that, it's not like interior design is the first thing that pops into your head when you think wellness. I actually don't think until recently it's ever popped into my head. So then how are we incorporating wellness into interior design? Should we try and unpack it? Yeah. Like what does it mean? Let's talk about what does 
wellness in interior design? Like what is that? What are we even talking about? To the core, it's creating an environment that reflects you. That is probably the key thing because I think you can't rinse and repeat wellness in every home. It's not like oh, a style. Yeah, It's yeah. not like we're putting Scandinavian in every home and yeah. that's it. You've and you walk in and you go, oh, yeah. this is wellness. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. It's not a picture of wellness. Yeah, so I think it definitely needs to reflect you yeah. to begin Whoever's with. Whoever's in there and to better aid their mental, physical and social well-being. I think social is a really great one within your home to be quite conscious of as to how you're going to interact with the rest of your family within the home as and how you're going to interact with guests. Yeah, exactly right. Is that social element because of COVID, we know how very detrimental mm, it mm, is to mm, our well-being mm. that we need to have those social interactions mm. and we need to be able to aid those social mm. interactions within our interiors mm. so it's a matter of understanding how we interact with people like do you like um entertaining is it just <laughs> you and your husband is it just if you, you don't and your like four entertaining kids? How does your home close off your home? Yeah. Like, lots of gates for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's coming in ever. That would be the social aspect. Talk me through how you could aid your physical well-being mm. within interior design. Like what does that mean? How is that represented? An interesting one for something like that is promoting movement in your home. Mm. And when I say promoting movement, I think I'm more talking about the ergonomics of your space. Yeah. So really thinking through, does my space flow well? Like, is it easy to move around? Mm. So something like your kitchen design is really important in that. Yes. And even your living room design. So giving yourself the best layout to be able to like move around your home with ease mm. because how of how annoyed do you get when you like walk past a handle and your jacket gets caught and you like kick your toe like, every single time yeah, yeah yeah you get so irritated and so although it doesn't sound important i think the ergonomics of your space makes a massive difference to yeah. how you feel yeah and if you're redesigning a space you have the opportunity to get quite granular yeah even things like the bench top height that's a standard bench top height may not service you so if you need it a little bit taller you need it a little bit shorter you have the opportunity to do that did I talk about the man on this podcast already that was like 65 feet tall (laughs) and I couldn't I couldn't get up his steps no yeah so he was this like so actually the client had just my client had purchased the property yes and the person that she purchased it off was an unusually tall man okay to the point where his steps were like double the standard height so you were oh, almost like wow. climbing a ladder yeah and wow. his bench top height was out so to give you an understanding a normal kitchen bench top height sits around the 900 mil mark mm-hmm. his was 1150 wow so 250 mil higher that is quite significant yeah, yeah. i was just doing the math then <laughs> Hold on, are we? calculating yeah so he had he had really taken that on board he was like apparently he was getting back issues living in normal homes so he yes. built his own home surrounding that. And then this client that had bought it, she was like, well, I can't reach a thing. So we had to like (laughs) pair it all back. That's such a prime example of someone who's been like, okay, I need to design for me. Something that I do in my home is I have vaporizers Mm -hmm. everywhere. So fun fact, I don't have the best breathing mechanisms in my body. We have a few the simple act of breathing. <laughs> yeah, we have not few, so simple. Yeah, got a few like little respiratory issues yeah. here and there. But 
I find by having, and they're cute, like they're the pretty mm. ones around my home, like it circulates the air the way that I need to it and it softens the air yeah. to make it easier to breathe in. And so I find in winter, like it's not as harsh and I, it's yes. really helpful. Yes. And the perk is you can add scents and you can, you know, make this the space smell bougie as all hell if you want. But something like that, even that's a small tweak that makes a massive difference. Yeah, and until you actually understand your needs within your home, you need to unearth those things mm-hmm. before you understand like, oh, I actually need yeah. to go and get humidifiers yeah. for my home. Exactly right. So it's really all about understanding your own needs. And of course, if you're working mm. with clients or you're working with a designer to communicate those needs so mm. that everyone knows like how a space mm. can be the best space, how you can achieve it's the best, best space. self for you. Yeah, for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think the last one on physical health that's really important is your natural light. Like how often mm. have you heard your doctor be like, you need to go out and yeah, sit in and the, the sun for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so understanding how the sun moves over your home during the day mm. will help you position windows in correct spaces yeah. so that you are getting that natural sunlight without having to necessarily – like go sit outside for an hour and a half like you're yes. just giving yourself the best opportunity to not be in a deficit and there's that stat that apparently we spend 90 percent of our time indoors isn't it so sad it actually is very sad like we have this big beautiful world i know and, and then i go four walls it's not me i'm not i'm not an average like i don't spend 90 percent. and then i look at my day and i'm like yeah I do and even when you think like I exercise and then I think about it I'm like yeah I exercise in the gym like you know like (laughs) a lot of the time I'm not outside exercising so if you can bring that outdoor element indoor yeah it's so important even airflow by just being conscious of the airflow and how you can get air into your home I don't know about you but I love waking up in the morning and opening all the doors and oh, all yeah. the windows. It's ben just, gets so irritated with yeah. me. I mean, I'm not when it's freezing. Oh, no, I do that. Oh, okay, no, not when it's freezing. Oh. On a day like today, my favourite thing, no one is freezing. Oh, I'm no, I open them all. In. I okay. love fresh air coming yeah. through. I really love it catching the curtains, like the shears yes. and like blowing in. So there's that element of your emotional well-being because yeah. I just love seeing it. Yeah. Okay. So not only is the fresh air coming in, but I love the feeling, love seeing it and it just Yours, makes me so happy. You always <laughs> have way more beautiful approaches to things. You're like, I like opening the windows so that the curtains can flow nice. I like opening the windows because I don't want my house to smell like dog. <laughs> yeah, that, well, there's that too. <laughs> so, like, you're always so much more beautiful and I'm like, ha potty humour. Like, I just... <laughs> oh, how good. The last element would be mental health. Mm. So introducing factors that can aid in our mental health mm. within our homes. Yep. Talk me through it. Like, how can we do that? So a lot of psychologists touch on the fact that positive memories Mm. increase how happy we feel in a moment. Mm -hmm. So I personally think the best thing we can do when we're trying to encourage positive mental health in our home is give personality to the space that's yours. Like put Mm. in things that you bought on a holiday away or characterize your space that best reflects you and positive memories. Mm. I think that that will make 
a really significant difference to how you feel in your home. Mm. Even yourself, Claire, like you have all these beautiful handmade things that you have specifically made that Mm. brings you joy. And even if you don't constantly look at it and go, oh, that was such a beautiful day that I made that Mm. pot. Subconsciously, I think you are. We'd have to agree. Yeah. And so I think, again, you're going to hit, like we've harped on this for 13 weeks, making the space yours, we cannot... Stressed it enough. Stress it enough. Yeah. Like that is going to be one of the biggest things that will contribute to your mental health. Yeah. For sure. It really will be. And by sparking joy and making the space feel like you, there are elements that you can bring in to help with that. Like having fresh flowers. For mm. me personally, that helps my mental mm. health so much mm. by having fresh flowers in the house. Because not only, of course, do they smell beautiful, but they just look so beautiful and it makes me just feel so happy when I have fresh flowers in the house. I love and it that. kind of makes me feel quite adult to have fresh flowers in the house. Again, another that, beautiful clear <laughs> That I'm like, I'm that gal. I now have fresh yeah, flowers I'm in the an house. Adult. Yeah, you know, there was a long period where I definitely didn't. <laughs> was never on my radar. And we started with Coles and Woolies flowers yeah, and then we yeah. upgraded to a florist <laughs> over yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. So that's another little element to bring mm. into your home mm. to like aid with your mm. um, mental health. Yeah. One that I haven't done in my own home, but I would really like to do and like to start incorporating is more light therapy in the house as far as the interior lights are concerned. Because if you think of going to infrared saunas or quite a few yoga studios as well, Mm -hmm. they have installed like those Philip Hughes lights where they change colours, they're like a smart light so you can... Communicate? No, you control it by your phone. I mean, you I communicate think you can. with the light. I think you can. Like, lights, lights on. <laughs> lights on, lights up. So control it by your phone and can fade them in or out or use different colours. I have had the realisation recently that I'm like, why am I only being conscious? It's a space that I go to relax and unwind. Why am I going there? Yeah, I can introduce this in my home. Yeah, I could just sit at home and do mm. that. And there are different colours for different moods. So if you want to increase your productivity, you would use mm. whatever that colour is, purple, I think. Yellow is mm. calming. Mm. That is something that you'd usually introduce like just before you'd go to bed. Stop looking at your screens and have yeah. yellow lights yeah. on um, so that you can start winding down mm. and telling your body, you know, it's time to go to bed, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think that that just helps your mental health so much it like aids you but it's not something that I've been conscious of Mm. and I've not considered how it can transfer into Mm. my home I'm off going to places to get this feeling like I could just have it in my own home second yeah I don't need to drive for this yeah why don't I just do it I have a friend who uh, ever since I've known her refuses to use the main light in her home Mm -hmm. so she doesn't have a bar of it she's Mm -hmm. like I don't think she's ever turned it on and she just uses floor lamps and like decorative lighting yeah because she was like to me when I put the main light on it's jarring it reminds me of work like it's I'm not a fan yeah whereas all those softer lights she's like I feel calm and relaxed and at ease yeah so I think that's 100% makes sense. Yeah, and going to be different for everyone. And going to be different for Mm. everyone. Like even when you were saying like uh, the cooler lights can Mm. evoke something, I was like someone else might come and be like those cooler lights remind me of a hospital or like I need warmer. And so I think, again, I wouldn't look something up on Google and be like, yes, this is what I need to approach Mm. in my home. 
I would interact with light bulbs. Yeah. That sounds so weird, but yeah. go to Ikea. You can flick lights yeah. on and off and yeah. just find things that feel soothing to you and calming and or something. Yeah, like have a little However look around that. However you want to feel, like see how your mood changes yeah. with the lighting change. If you want to feel on edge, go for your life. Like <laughs> introduce lights yeah. that do like, I'm going to yeah. beef with that. If you want to be in a high pressure situation, All get the some time. strobe lights. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. think... As I was researching this topic, something I found something really interesting mm. that as I don't think I've ever really thought about when someone said like approaching wellness, mm. that is your acoustics in your home. So with clients, like I'm I'm a big fan of acoustic insulation. I'm mm. like, get it where you can. I don't think I've ever said because it's going to encourage relaxation in your home. But as I was researching this topic, it was one of the biggest things mm. that came up. And then I thought, that's so true. Like we've just had friends that have moved here and they've moved into an apartment that is really loud in Mm. comparison to what they lived in in their previous property. And they're finding that quite stressful and not enjoyable. And so I think getting your acoustics right in your home, that might be through acoustic insulation or floor rugs or carpet or Mm. wall art, like all these things contribute to create a peaceful environment is a no-brainer. Like I think about it now and I'm like, I'm the doy. Like (laughs) it's an absolute no-brainer. And I think that that's a really good practical approach. It needs to be pointed out. It's like all of this interior wellness, it actually needs to be pointed out so that you're conscious of it. So you understand, oh, I can recreate that at my home. Yep. Like again, I don't need to go anywhere to feel the way that I want to feel. A hundred percent. And whatever that may be, like you might have a very different setup in your home office mm-hmm. than what you do in your bedroom. Yeah. So that you can adjust these spaces yep. to suit the moods that you need to like get into yeah. as you enter into these rooms. When I originally designed my home office, it was all it was all within kind of the flow of my home. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of matched and then I realized it was too relaxing Mm. it sounds so odd but I was finding that my motivation levels were kind of dropping in there so I changed a few things up like art and like I'm not changing my whole home office like this girl's not made out of money but (laughs) I changed a few yeah I changed a few things up and I'd pointed out to my husband what he changed up was not my vibe but we kind of popped in and it did it changed my motivation levels yeah and I just thought I should have known that you live and learn in your own home. You do. And we've talked about it before, whole idea that way that your exterior is set out is often a reflection of your interior mind space. Like oh, yeah. Like if your house is messy, and, you're yeah. probably feeling stressed. That's where I'm going. Yeah, that that is a very simple thing that we can all do is just kind of sit back and go, oh, my pantry is actually a mess. I can't find anything mm. in there and I can't Mine find anything in my wardrobe. And why is my desk mm. so cluttered that I don't even know where that one thing is that I need? Mm-hmm. That can be a very simple thing that we can do. Just take a small amount of time to regroup and reset. And by reorganizing those physical spaces, we're reorganizing our mental spaces yeah. as well. So I just want to circle back because. Oh, okay. You talked us through vaporizers or humidifiers. Are they the same thing? Kind of. Like, yes and no. One doesn't do as much as the other, but within reason, they're the same thing. Okay, okay. So you talked about them and you just really flew straight by <laughs> the fact that you can have scents, like you know, use yeah. essential oils I know and what stuff you're doing like here. <laughs> you did mention a story to me earlier that you haven't 
released to the listeners and I think that you should. Has a bus so just gonna, come and I've been thrown completely on you it. on the spot here. Tell us about Look, <laughs> tell us about you've the all scents heard in my, your home. My bloody nose massage <laughs> stories. I'm yeah. sure you can Yeah, so when I first started introducing vaporizers or humidifiers originally mm. it was humidifiers, but it was super big and clunky and I didn't like it. So mm. I went to a little vaporizer. Yes, you can put scents in and I was putting some nights it was lavender and other nights it was peppermint. Mm-hmm. And without realizing at the time, it coincided with me having these really wild, vivid dreams. Like, and I'm not a dreamer. I actually have Mm -hmm. never really, like in life, I'm not a dreamer. Don't care to work for things. Like, but yeah, when I'm resting, I don't tend to She's really not because she's really worried about when I come to her and say, oh my goodness, I had a dream about this and about that. And Ash is like very concerned about how much I'm dreaming. And I'm like, I'm just a dreamer. Like it just happens. I'm fine. And, and she's I, like, it's so exhausting. And I'm not. My eyes are shut and it's like I'm just That's it. on mute for yeah. like eight hours. But I started having really vivid dreams. Some were actually terrifying and then others oh were just wild. Yeah. Like, And I didn't know that specific sense you put in your vaporizer something happens in your mind like Mm. I was talking to my friend about it who worked in the industry and she was like oh yeah those scents like your mind starts going 100 miles an hour with and when you're resting Mm. it triggers some cognitive so I stopped doing that because I was like I don't need this in my life I I was waking up tired because I was running away from some snake with a bunny that had bitten me and like it was getting intense the smells which smells is something that obviously did not aid in your well-being in this no. instance. But heck, using scents, whether it be essential oils or candles or room sprays yeah. and all of that, that can, can aid yes. in your wellness. You just probably yes. need to be aware I, that they may also not aid in your wellness. They I might did hurt find, you. I did find one smell. It's actually called relaxation. Oh, it's in the name. It's in the name, which I put on. I have a, it's, this is going to sound so gross. I have a sauna blanket at home. Yes, so it's, you need yeah. to explain what this is because I had no idea what she was talking about. It's like... Maybe it's just me though. <laughs> no, I don't think it's well known. Okay. It's like a tube that you lay in at yeah. home. It's an at-home sauna. It's an at-home like sauna without actually being a sauna. You can yeah. like pack it up like a massive sleeping bag. Yeah. But it heats up yeah. to like ridiculous degrees and you sweat like a mofo. Yeah. But you clean it. I'm just going to say after, like I'm not laying in sweat time after time. When the gal has some hot water, she'll she'll wash it. it. But yes, so I had got this scent and that really, like that mixed with the sauna blanket, I'm telling you, made for me. So the reason I got the sauna blanket was because I have rheumatoid arthritis and that can be quite debilitating. Mm. And so we got that as pain management. And Mm. this is all because of wellness. We got this for pain management with the scent. It... I was sitting at about an eight or nine pain level most days and it dropped me to about a two or three for at least five hours. Wow. Just things that you can bring into your home. Like, yeah, sure, gadgets. Let's add that to the list. Like things that you can bring in that make a difference to your day-to-day yes. life. Who doesn't want that in their home? Like at what's that saying? Within reaching distance. Circling back again. Just to the acoustics. Our listeners are so dizzy. <laughs> I know. Which way's up? <laughs> On acoustic. Music is also oh, a I big one it. to yeah. help with our well-being. Yeah. Depending, again, it depends on who you are and how you listen to music and do you listen to it in the morning, in the afternoon? Is it blaring? Yeah. Do you just need it on a little portable speaker? Like how Which, do you listen to your music? Because you should be 
thinking about that yeah. within your home. And how tough with a multi-person home. Yes. Like because you would all – music is one of those mm. things. It's unlikely if you live in a family home you all have the same taste in music or the same time of day that you want to listen to yes. it. So I know for me and Ben, like it's completely different. What yeah. I listen to, the poor guy hates. Yes. And you know what? Vice versa. Yeah. yeah. So like <laughs> we take times and like put them on and encourage them. But I think yes. music is one of the biggest ones and there's so many stats around how it encourages – like relaxation, development, like all mm. of those things, even something like podcasts, plug, yeah. plug, like it. <laughs> Listen to you more, get it in your ears. <laughs> Was that subtle or what? Yeah. <laughs> Real subtle. But in yeah, your ears and in your home. Yeah, it's things like if you live alone, they've talked about podcasts being a really great yeah. introduction because you feel like you're talking with someone or there's someone in your space and it yes. it gives you the time to relax because you're not actually interacting with somebody, but, but it gives you that kind of, battery feed that you need yes there's so oh my goodness we could talk about this forever it really is such a huge subject the wellness industry is only getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger Mm. they're just coming out with absolutely everything to Mm. aid in our wellness but i don't know that we're talking about it enough within our own homes within our interior spaces that we don't necessarily have to have every gadget and gizmo we just need to lay out our spaces and encourage us to feel more ourselves in the homes that we live in. Yeah. So I think if we were to give people three really important areas to think about Mm. with interior design specifically, Mm -hmm. I would go with your floor plans. So promoting really great flow is what I mean with floor plans that we talked about earlier. I think lighting was the second biggest. Lighting is big for me. And then your acoustics. Yeah, lighting, acoustics. And I'm going to colour. Yeah, there's so many, but I'm actually going to say lighting, acoustics and smell. Ah, smell. I'm going to say that that smell for me is very important Mm -hmm. because, again, I like you. I don't want people to come Mm -hmm. into my home and smell dog. Mm -hmm. I want them to smell. (laughs) What do you mean, Frankie? You don't want to smell Frankie? no, No, believe it or not, but no. So... That is a big one for me and knowing that you can, as you were talking about before, your memory casts back when it comes to scents. Like as soon as you smell something, you get taken back and I love that in aiding our wellness. So I'm going to throw a wild card question. Great. This has had zero prep. Okay. What is one thing you would tell our listeners Mm -hmm. to do right now? Because you can't, people can't listen and be like, oh my goodness, my home, none of it. Mm. encourages my wellness and strip it back and start again it's just Mm. not the reality what's one exercise you can give the listeners to do to know what they can incorporate in their home that's going to encourage wellness for them I'm going to say I'm actually going to give two which feeds on the lighting and the sense find a candle that you bloody love and light it in like a ritual sense, like light it when you want to feel a certain way, light it. So that then every time you light it, you feel that way. So if you want to go into like, oh, I just want to sit on the couch with a magazine and relax, Mm -hmm. light the candle. Mm -hmm. I just want to, you know, switch off for Mm -hmm. a minute, light it. So that you can then Mm -hmm. start triggering, I suppose, your body to go into that relaxation Mm -hmm. mode when you smell that beautiful candle that Mm -hmm. really gives that to you. I would say... A candle and get a lamp. Yep. 
I would say a floor lamp or a table lamp, some sort of mood lighting. I love table lamps. That again, you can at night time, whether it be in your bedroom mm-hmm. or in the lounge room, mm-hmm. turn every light off, just turn the lamp on. Yep. They would be my two like very quick and easy to yep. just really change the mood within your home and really heighten mm-hmm. that sense of relaxation and well-being. Again, well-being, obviously, I associate with relaxation quite yeah. heavily, but that may not be what other people associate yeah. it with. So I'm going to give an exercise yeah. then. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, yep, I actually need to define what wellness means to me through interiors before I implement it into my mm-hmm, home, mm-hmm. the exercise I think you should do probably over a one to two week period is do the examine exercise at the end of your day. And Mm. what the examine exercise is, is you want to think through your day. You might do this via a notebook or plug it in your phone. You want to think through your day, think through the moments that you felt joy. Mm. Heck, I hope some come up because if they don't, reevaluate everything. (laughs) What are you doing? But (laughs) go through, yeah, maybe two weeks is good because sometimes weeks are just crazy. Write down what it was that brought you joy in that moment because mm. at the end of the two-week period, there's probably going to be a theme and it might be like a specific area you went to or a mm. cafe or a book or whatnot. Mm. I think that'll help you go like, oh, lighting's really important to me or this yes. color was really predominant in that space. Yes. Then you can introduce it into your home and see what difference it makes. I love that. That's my That is a really great homework. little prompter. Oh, so we've got a book club and a journaling um, prompter. Oh, we have so many extracurricular activities oh, to do with the From listeners. just one episode. Listeners, lock yourselves Struck in. yourselves in. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good spot to wrap up. I think it is too. I mean, I feel relaxed and like my well-being has really been aided today just by having this conversation. So <laughs> thank you so much. Find us on Instagram at thenewmore.podcast. You can also find us on TikTok. We are there. We are there. We're not good at it, but we're there. We're trying. You can really feel our age. We're very trying. (laughs) We're trying on TikTok. You can find us there. Send us a DM. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a little review. Subscribe. Love us so that we can love you. You've just listed a big long list and I'm like, oh, and I've got one more. Tell a friend about us. Oh, do that. Because if you have Scrap a, the rest. If you have a like-minded friend, this could be a real joy. This could help with their well-being. Yes, do that one. I like that one the most. Great. Well, well until, until next week. Ooh, 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 we're Twinning. both going to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to go. Well, until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>